What's going on, folks? It's Julian Lytle. Welcome to another episode of Ignorant Bliss. This is the second part, episode 56, Side B, again with Martheus Wade, Sean Pryor, Daryl Taylor. Um, the conversation continues. More stuff about just random superior comic talk, more dark side, dark side talk, um, some more Nick Spencer, Captain America talk. Uh, diversity in comics, diversity in hiring, who's getting on for what. We talk about that Charlemagne the God, Marvel comic. Um, Martez talks about some of his uh, feelings about working in the industry. We talk about some of those um, comic retailer problems and practices. Uh, like, you know, juking the stats by overshipping books and some of our thoughts on the health of the industry. And also is my train spotting two review at the beginning. Hope you enjoy. Um check the show notes. Julian Lytle on Twitter. That's L Y T L E. Ignorant dash bliss dot com. Uh, Julian Lytle on SoundCloud, but you can listen to it as there, Stitcher, Daryl Taylor Network, the Taylor Network of Podcasts, Critical Show Network on Blog Talk Radio, Mixcloud. I'll put it as many places as possible. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean R. Pryor, Martheus. At, at Martez A.W. Um, Daryl Taylor at The Voice 123. And, you know, support all these people's books. Well, Sean and Martez support Daryl's many podcasts like No Apologies mm-hmm. and so many others. Um, for those who want to know Sean's book, it's Cash and Carries Out right now. Force comes out. Uh, sometime soon, Martez has Shinobi Ninja Princess. Uh, write a review if you can. Uh, share it. Like the post if you see this on Facebook or something. Uh, Ignorant Bliss Podcast at gmail.com. I don't get any emails, but hey, I'll put it out there. Uh, check for my playlist that's in the show notes on Spotify, Apple Music. Have a great morning, afternoon, or night. Enjoy.
everybody. I had the pleasure tonight to see Train Spotting 2. Um the sequel to the 1997 film Train Spotting directed by Danny Boyle uh starring Ewan McGregor, John Lee Miller, etc., etc. You can look this up on IDB. Um the story is essentially coming back into these characters 20 years later after the end of the first movie. I'm not going to spoil the first movie for you. Stuff happens. One character leaves. Hugh McGregor's character, Mark. Uh, and he returns back to Edinburgh, Scotland. And how it is for him to be back. Uh, back at home. Now middle age running back into who were his closest friends who he used to get high with because train spotting is about um heroin junkies so it's it's 20 years since that he left on bad terms some of the characters are not very pleased to see him seems like you know when you get back with some of your old friends and your old place you'd like to be some of the old habits return and that is what happens here um Danny Boyle does a great job showing I think uh these men coming to terms with age and getting older and regrets and being in the same place for some of them or things not working out or time lost the editing in this is friggin incredible um it's shot digitally uh it changes in terms of like how it what is shot on in terms of digital so there's some stuff that's really grainy so like it's shot on a phone some stuff probably shot with like something like maybe even the red or the alexa or something like that um it changes up. Uh, he intersperses uh, clips from the previous film, as like when the characters are basically reminiscing or having like memory flashbacks while while things are happening. Yeah, he, uh, he does some of his not the same exact inventive uh, shots he did in the original film, but equally as inventive shots playing on the mind states of these characters going through this 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 event with each other um the performances are all were all great like the last one you know the old one was pretty amazing so this you have a bunch of actors 20 years in working actors we just seen them like you and McGregor what we haven't we seen him in you know um Johnny Lee Miller my man Sherlock Holmes I watch every week well, elementary um they just keep they really knock out probably really fall back as characters like real talk I didn't even remember all of the original movie like I ain't seen that movie like 17 18 years I, I ain't gonna sit here like I remember that joint every day like I didn't like rewatch it I'm not always a big rewatching movie guy sometimes it's too much new stuff to be rewatching old stuff all the time but man, you just fall right back in, fall right back into that groove. You remember them all. 
I think you can actually watch this movie without actually watching the first one. There's enough callbacks, you know, something happened. Like, you kind of know the sequel was called T2, for God's sakes. You know, a lovely play on uh, Terminator 2 on being a sequel. And, yeah, there's not really much I can say if I would give it a grade. Um, you know, I, I give it a four and a half. I give it a pretty strong rating. People might think I'm bugging, but no, nah, I was... It was cathartic at certain points, you know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm starting to get older. Uh, highly relatable, even though I've never done a drug. And I'm not white. And I'm not Scottish. But, yo, I rocks with it. Rocks with it heavy. Music used amazingly, just like the old one. Um, yeah, this is an all-around good picture, man. I don't even know. It should be coming out in March, man. Sad thing is a lot of people going to forget this round. A war season. This this is this is up here. This is this is good. So folks go out there, go see this. I think I got a couple sound clips of Danny Boyle. He was at the screen. Yes, right, that's my air horn voice. But yeah, put that after this. Enjoy the rest of my episode. Holla at y'all later. Peace. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I'm one of the best singers and one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Now, back to our regular scheduled program. Love it, man. 25 lighters on my dresser, yes, sir. I got stuck in pain. We got 25 lighters on the dresser, yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 writers for my 25 foes. About to break the mic, then break 25 holes. About to rip the track with about 25 flows. And I'm dipping like a Mac with about 25. 25 five carry diamonds in my brain. 25 12s in the trunk, got to bang. Make moves to make a quick 25 mil. Come up so I can knock off big nine nine so feel. Got to take me by 25 yellow bones home. Doing bad to make them 25. The thing that I've always thought about, no. the thing that I always thought about with Dark Side, my, my thought on it was that, you know, if you are a person, it's, it's, the, it's the equivalent of like, <clears throat> okay, like, okay, you know, this is a bad analogy because I think it's been used before, not with Dark Side though, but like say, okay, you are a, a you know, you have the, the, the outlook of a person. But you are also, you know, you also see the roach on the ground. The roach has its own outlook, right? The, the roach, the roach is only going to know what it knows. It does what it does, and it's only going to react to the life that it's had. But it cannot fathom what you know. You know what I'm saying? You've seen so much other stuff and so many other big things that that roach to you is insignificant. So if you want to squash it, you squash it. If you choose to let it live, you let it live. You know what I'm saying? If it if it becomes a nuisance and a pest, you will destroy it. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like Darkseid has seen so much other stuff. Like he's seen, he hasn't personally maybe not seen God, but he's seen what God can do. He's seen 
of these other deities out there and he's defeated these other deities. So when he looks at Earth, it's pretty insignificant. And he looks at Superman and he looks at Superman and Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They're powerful, but they're pretty insignificant compared right. to what I'm after. Right. You know what I mean? As long as they don't stand in my way of finding what I want, you know what I mean? I'm okay. Now, as soon as they stand in their way, in my way, they become nuisance. They become pests, and I'm going to do what I can to eradicate. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you remember the the story where Superman, when he got uh, captured by Darkseid and convinced that he was Darkseid's son? Yeah, he do that. He yeah, and he killed all these people. Yeah, yeah. It was so bad when he broke free. When Superman broke free, Orion was like, "I had to, I had to take away his memories of what he did under Darkseid." Because that poor man couldn't, he would not be able to live with himself, right? If he knew, like that's just that little, just that little time with Darkseid. Darkseid beat him, made him kill, right? And mm-hmm. and do evil things, Superman. And it was like he cannot. It, it was like if he, if he ever remembered that, it would take Superman away from this universe. Like it right. would destroy him. We couldn't deal with. But it. that's and also. That that's also one of the things too that that keeps Dark Side at bay a lot of times is because he feels like that's the, that's the one thing that I could say that if they chose to use Dark Side the way that you know where he's a very 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 weighty villain I'm talking about weighty on the on the fact that he's bring the pain and yeah. somebody's gonna die you know what I'm saying um, is that the way that they can they can say that he can he can always go back. And he, he can always come forward and to the forefront and go back is because he really just believes that the Justice League and all this kind of Earth stuff is insignificant. Now, what I would like to be able to see if they still did it, which would, if they if they do it, would be how this dark side, this weighty dark side, right? Not the dark side that they've been freaking, you know, that's. That's battling, and he's Let's on the just say real dark much side. Real dark side. Real dark side. Yeah. How does real dark side feel about Doctor Manhattan coming in and changing everything? You fam, like, like, like you, ooh, you have no idea. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, like, because it's like the way in which Doctor Manhattan is set up. Doctor Manhattan has great power, but he only knows. He doesn't have omniscience. Nope. He only has, he's only omnipotent to, and he only can go back and forth to his own timeline. So right. he doesn't have all the factors of being like an all, like an all powerful guy. Like Dark Side, even the, you know, we saw the Final Crisis. He like his physical form was gone, but Dark Side is an idea. So he was still there to torment Superman, while Superman was still trying to you know save what's left of creation and like figure out a way of fixing everything. But, like, he's like, I'm still here. And even when you read Multiversity, like, yo, there was, like, a tomb. And, like, basically, Darkseid rests. And what we're seeing is, like, little images of him as he as he reforms. Or even, like, the Great Darkness Saga as he, like, oh, Darkseid's like, I, I kind of die, but I'll come back and I'll mess up the Legion. Uh, but it, it, to me, it's interesting to see how he's able to... They need to bring in other characters. Like, old Phantom Stranger need to come back. Not, like... Oh, he was Judas, and he got the silver, and that's why he's playing. yeah. I didn't like that. Like, like old, like, like what is he, and how is he connected to things? Like, where's like I kind of want the quintessence to come back. Like, where's the mm-hmm. Spectre? Like, like Doctor Manhattan really, really changed things, and like where's the where is the where is the Wizard Shazam? Like, 
You just can't yeah. go around changing these things. Right. And nobody right. else is like, hey, yo, real talk, where is the Superman of Earth 4? Because we know he exists, and he's essentially Dr. Manhattan. But it just yeah. seems like they also made it that that, that that version of Superman, which is Dr. Manhattan-like, which is Captain Adam, has a better yeah. understanding of, like, how the whole thing is and how everything's put together. Like, that's that's the comic I want to see, like... Dr. Manhattan is doing this, and then, like, Superman was first sits next to him, and we're like a comic book or something, and just like, we're like Watchmen. Like, even better, yeah. Just like, so, uh, like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. Why do you think you could just go around all willy nilly and change that Earth's history? Like, and, 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 and like, to me, I, I would just make Darkseid the real big bad guy, because I think, like, Dr. Manhattan has to catch an L. And the only being that can make him catch an L is real deal. Real I'm talking deal real deal dark side with the tunic on. I don't want all this crazy armor shit. <laughs> I want the OG tunic with the belt and the boots and and, and the little ill headpiece. Like I'm talking about man, he's sitting he's sitting in somebody's house watching their they Fios. Yes. <laughs> just, just disrespectful, like yeah. It's like, oh, Doctor Manhattan is on some stuff where you put him. Maybe you put him back in the beginning. Like, I, I don't know, but it's something that I've also thought about. Like, Doctor Manhattan is just really nearly just changing things. Like, like you're powerful, but you, you're like essentially you're Captain Adam, and Captain Adam is only but so powerful. But All like right. the spec, like you have the wrath of God as a character. I always found that amazing. Yeah. Like, it's the wrath of God. They literally say, like, yo, he's Passover, fam. Like, the yeah. Spectre is a superhero. But, like, the plagues of Egypt, he's a plague. That is immensely crazy of a concept. Mm -hmm. And they write there, like, yeah, yo, he's battling Nazis and shit. Like, what's good? You know what? If they if they had a, um, I could see if, and this won't be popular, dude. But man, I could see a whole comic book, right? Or a whole series of comic books or a graphic novel with just dark, with just the Spectre, Dr. Manhattan, um, Earth Force Superman, um, this, uh, um, I said the Spectre, right? Um, and Darkseid just freaking sitting around, just, just, not even sitting around, just talking, like almost like an intervention. You know what I'm saying? With 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 Doctor Manhattan being like, dude, you just can't go doing it. And then them going back and forth of saying why and showing examples of why. You know what I mean? And then showing like you go into pre crisis, you go into a post crisis, you go into like uh, all these different universes and show why you don't want to mess up, mess up with you can't go messing up with people's lives and stuff like that. You can go over and just go back and and talk about like Doctor Manhattan's point of views from watching him. You know what I mean? It just Bring out all these things, and you sit down and have this philosophical conversation between these cosmic, these spiritual entities, and them going back and saying, "This is why you can't do that." You know what I'm saying? But Dark Side, Dark Side is the one that's like saying, "Look, I want to control all of this." You know what I mean? He's the villain, and that's the that's the 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 crux of the whole thing. That's the whole battle of the whole thing. Like but, you, you make him the hero. Like if you want to make Doctor Manhattan like a hero. You can have yeah. the end like, yo, you keep messing around and he gonna win. And Darkseid right. just sit there like eat popcorn like, yeah, you keep you keep messing with Superman. 
and she's gonna stop me next time. You keep messing right. with Batman because Batman shot me. I gotta give him respect. He shot me. Right. So right. That was, that was ooh, <laughs> and I was petty. I stuck his I stuck his ass back in the past because I was petty. <laughs> right. Destroyed his life for a year. Like like yo, real talk. Like I that I, I kind of would love to write Dark Side like or like some like just petty Tyler Perry Lee Daniels type of dialogue of just being just like <laughs> just hyper petty just like just yeah. the pettiest being in the universe is like it's like oh yeah you keep you keep you keep fucking around with me here office hours are from nine to five <laughs> oh petty nah oh, man petty. but i mean i could see that man like a, i could i really be into that like just 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 a sit down philosophical conversation and, and, and by doing that man you could go you could touch on so much so many parts of the dc universe you know by doing that you know i mean I'm captain adam is that. back too like captain adam is is they just started with him and i like that uh that first issue of that and it's and that's a dude who has all his power and nothing ever went right for him he never mm. does like, things right either like he always never mess never and his enemy like married his wife Dude. Moved into his house, took his. Now, that, that sounds like something out of the Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, yeah, just yeah. took took everything from him, and he just had to eat it. Like there was just no, nothing ever goes right for that dude, and he has the power. He has has the most dangerous power there is, and every time he tries to do good, it goes horribly wrong. He's yes. Up See this, but this also speaking of whole like you know new gods and all this other stuff. I'm kind of amazed that like no one has tried to write a cal- like a legitimate Calabac story. Like yeah. Calabac is this dude that literally every single day is fighting for his daddy's love. Yeah. And like daddy don't care. And Calabac never gets it, but he still goes out there and so loyal. Yeah. So, you know, on everything, like on everything. And no one has written a Calabac story. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, like, I mean, we, we know people like this in real life that will do anything possible to prove to someone they love or someone they love that don't love them, mm-hmm. I do all of this for you, and you don't care, but I'm going to keep doing it because one day you're going to care. And mm-hmm. Marvel love black folks. I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you they love us. <laughs> Come on, man. Come I'm going to jump in front of bullets for them. I'm telling you they love us. <laughs> why? Why they ain't give me no book? Why they ain't give me no book? Why they ain't give me no book? You know, oh, it's well, real though. It's real well, though. Well, one one day I would really like to talk about the like how like some of these Marvel books that are coming out right now. How like they claim that some of the material that they're writing is satirical and it and like satire. You have to be fucking great to write satire. To write satire, and a lot of these cats aren't. And I don't mean, and Sean, I and I don't mean Sean, that to be disrespectful. You know, you're talking about Captain America, Sam. Oh, you talking about Sam? Okay, okay, yeah, I keep it one hundred. It don't, it don't matter anyway. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm number one on the hated list anyway. So let me just be real on some shit for a second. Listen, if you were going, if you're going to write a comic and you got like characters that's supposed, you know, characters that like, you know, say they say things like trigger warning, like a bunch of millennial 
superheroes slash supervillains or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they say like things like trigger warning and all this other stuff, like all these catchphrases and all these other things. And you got like young, like a young black character or interracial character talking back to Sam Wilson, talking about like you don't know what blackness is. And I'm paraphrasing all this. Yes, I have read the book, and I really didn't think it was good at all, especially at the fact where you literally have a white dude writing a black dude who apologizes to a white dude for basically being black. And the thing is, being like, and the, here's here's the whole thing. Here's the whole thing. You can't you can't you can't construct it that way. And I know my words may not be as eloquent as they should be right now, but you can't construct a story that way. You can't sit here and like write Sam Wilson, who is like the current Captain America. You can't sit here and write a story about yes, black people do argue with other black people as far as like topics of blackness and and you know social equality and you know who's going too far, who's not doing enough. We do that all the time. We do that we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. But however, the way that book is written, basically Sam apologizes to Cap for basically basically saying, you know, you know, I'm sorry if I was like if I was like that when I was a teenager. No, you had every right to be that when you were younger. You because won't you shield back, Cap. You won't you, know, like, you, you won't your shield back. And that's and that's how it comes off to me. And it's yeah, whack. Yeah. And it's extremely whack. And I'm like and I'm like it's not satire. So from a critical standpoint, I have every single right to basically say this book is trash. I'm like, yo, yo, Nick, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you got all them checks. Mm-hmm. You, you get to write all the cat books. I'm glad you mm-hmm. got those checks. Fine. You know, you got image books. You got all these things. That's great. That's wonderful. But please believe. But please believe. In an era where Marvel is talking about trying to be diverse and bringing in white writers of color and whatnot, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me you can't get a black person to write Cap. I mean, now granted, like, you know, yes, they have brought in David Walker to write some stuff, and that's cool, and that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy, I'm happy for David. Yo, get your, get your checks, write your books. You know, but like, I always just find it funny, we've talked about this on other shows, for other black creators, unless you are a New York Times bestseller, a celebrity, or something of Charlemagne some other... Charlemagne the God, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Don't even give me oh, something. Wait, 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 he writing a book? Yes, he is. He yeah, he wrote himself. A, and he in it. Yep, and starring himself. A New, a, a New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve special. Yes, anyway. man. But like, seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah. No hip hop. We know hip hop. Done, man. We're done. <laughs> See, I'm afraid I'm done. I don't even want to talk about that no more. I'm no, done. And, and, and I'm not. I'm not talking about that anymore. But what I'm trying to talk about is this: is that once man. again, you mean to tell me that like that like David Walker can't write cat? You mean to tell me, like, you mean, you mean to tell me, I mean, you know, right, Sam Falcon, Sam Wilson cap? And, and and the whole thing is, is that I, I know there's still so many people that think once a black writer gets on a book, it's going to be all black everything. But I'm like, you do realize that living in this country, we do have to walk and talk in two, sometimes three, sometimes four different Americas. We see if we, we be, we're able to see things from so many other perspectives that most people, you know, can't see. So, like, we're not just going to sit here and say all oh, white people are evil every single issue. No, man, we're going to talk about stuff. We're going to have adventures. We're going to have fun. And, you know, we're going to be serious sometimes, too. It's comics. That's why it's, I love that Christopher Priest uh, Deathstroke book so much. Yeah, yeah, that Christopher, that Christopher Priest Deathstroke book is, is real. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to come in there and be like, oh, it's going to be all black all the time. And he's going to complain about not... black stuff and it's going to be mm-hmm. black this and black that. It's black culture in it mm-hmm. but it's real 
it, but it's but it's worldly. That book it's is worldly. very worldly. You know, oh yeah, I'm it's reading just, it, but I saw this page of the Ultimate Troll, where he has a guy coming as the Red Lion. Yes, just like Black Panther. But he does. But I was like, <laughs> yo, that's petty. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so it's, petty. I heard he's like, a, like a warlord or something. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's a warlord. Oh, oh my God. This is it's so good. Mm-hmm. I got to read every issue now. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I'm telling you, man. We yeah. need to do a show. After you read it, we need to do a show just on Death Stroke. Because he basically said, all right, I got you. I got something for you. I see, so. He's like, I see y'all. I see y'all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's like, I wrote your, I, I wrote your albums, but you don't want to give me, you don't want to give me my, my, my royalties. Okay, all right, I'm on death row now. <laughs> well, right now, death row is about to be on death row in a minute. And I'm so glad you brought up death row because this goes back to dark side. And I think the problem is a lot of these white dudes try to try to write dark side as Suge Knight. When Dark Dark Side is larger than Suge. Yeah, because Suge don't win. No. He didn't win. Nah. That ain't Dark Side. No, no. Suge had temporary victories. Yes. Suge had temporary victories. Like Dark Side, like I said before, even when he loses, he wins. And like that is the crux of the character. And if he... And even when, and now if you ever get a situation where he loses and he loses something else, that better be a hell of a story. You got to be a hell of a writer yeah. to you know to pull to pull that off. Yo, but it's just like I think a lot of these people playing. write dark side like he should. Well, even with that cap thing, I gotta go back to that because I've been reading it and it's really been frustrating for me too. I don't need for you to repeat the shit you watched on a Daily Show because that's <laughs> what I see. Because I've seen them episodes too, so you're not hiding it like. I know what it sounds like. I know that clap yourself on the back, liberal white humor type thing. Like I know that. Like I'm, I get it. You're progressive. You or you feel you're progressive. I understand all of that. But reading that book is just not written well to me. And and I see a, a lot of that. You know. You know, patting himself on the back, and I'm saying all the, you know, all the right things. You know, you people would love it. You know, and 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 I don't need to be black to say that you be, you know, like that whole I don't need to be black to say these things. I can still do that voice, you know, without being black and all that. And and you know, people want to clap and do and great and it's all good. And nobody's saying black white people can't write black characters because that's been going on for years. Because we certainly have not been hired a lot in comics. I mean, yeah, man, this tea is really good right now. This tea is so good. <laughs> and so it's not like. And no one's saying black characters, black writers have to write just black characters because we don't want that either. It's right. the point of there are cultural things that we know. You, growing up in your and in, in, in culturally, there were just things that we know and experience and we understand. And you can tell in that writing that he only he he knows about it from watching it, but he doesn't know about it from living it. You know what? Maybe like. Maybe we, we should run a side business called like askablack.com or something like that for like, you know, for like, for, you know, for like, you know, comic professionals. And it would be like a consulting service where like, you know, they present us with ideas, storylines, scripts, character lines and stuff like that. And, you know, for a fee, we come in and say, listen, if you want to do yourself a solid, don't do that. 
and try this instead. And regardless of whether they heed our advice or not, kind of like that time when Ta-Nehisi Coates tried to tell Brian Michael Bendis and them, you might not want to, like, kill Rhodey to start the crux of Civil War Two. Yeah. And, and he and said, like, step back. I know what I'm doing. You know, and, like, all them other dudes is, like, fall back, son. Like, they basically played, they, they like, literally just pulled a DJ Clue. When DJ, mm-hmm. DJ Clue, and what was that one lady that was with him on in the MTV show? And, oh, I can't remember for the life of me, but, like, it was him and there was this lady. And, like, and DJ Clue was so disrespectful to her on so many occasions. And, like, so she would be saying something and he'd be like, Ma, fall back. And, like, that is literally the equivalent of what they said to a New York Times bestseller who has sold yep. more books than they could possibly ever imagine. Yep. So, but then again, hey, I mean, what do I know? You know, you, know, you don't understand. It was, uh, it was basically telling him, listen, bro, man, you don't understand. We know what we're doing. You know, so. I got black children. I know. I know. Hmm. That's man, basically you know, what was said. I, and then there were, people can't tell me it wasn't what he said, basically. He's like, I'm raising black children, I know. Man, this lemon ginger tea, though. I mean, like, uh, the, it's stuff with a little bit of honey in it. And and I'm really saying, good. everybody come at me with it, and I'm yeah. like, he fucking said it. He, he said, fucking said it. He said that shit, and I was like, oh, wait, what? He said that for real? Yes, he did in an interview. He okay, said wait, 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 wait. Yes, what he, he said it. He said, what now? Dennis, you know, you're talking about how you, you know, like, do you, do you, how do you feel about writing a black character and then do you not have the voice and all this kind of stuff and 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 even with the Civil War thing and, and part of his answer was I'm raising black children. Okay. I got this. Let's see it. That's what it is. Which, wait, I, was, I it, was it a print interview? Was it a, a podcast? No, it was, a, it was an audio podcast. Okay. I have, I, a feeling, I have a feeling I know which one it was. You know which one it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So... Uh, um, you, and listen, if it and it ain't a thing of, uh, you know, like we've we've all bought for years uh, comics with white writers. Okay, it's not like he writes a good Luke Cage. That man writes a good Luke Cage. I can't lie. Like he, so, he I mean, yeah, that's not the thing. It's the thing of just saying, I, I don't have nothing against none of the people we're talking about. I don't know them. I don't know them. They ain't do that. You know, like it ain't. It ain't like it's a, it's a personal thing. It's just being honest. It's just, it's just being real honest. I read the books. It's not that thing where people go online and they start complaining about something they ain't never read before. Okay. But they think they know, and then they wind up being wrong. Mm-hmm. I read it, so you can't tell me I ain't read it, and, and I don't know. I don't. I don't say. I'm not saying nothing about nobody runs that I haven't. I haven't read and gave a chance to. So all my criticism is because I read that shit, and mm. that Sam Wilson cat, and I'm sure other people think they like it. There are other people that like it. Other people of color like it. I, for me, I think it's just pandering, and it's some shit you 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 watch. You watch TV. You watch CNN. You watch MSNBC. You watch The Daily Show, and you just writing down shit that you think we would say. As opposed to really getting in there and give me a good story. Like dealing with all of the ramifications of a black person taking the mantle of Captain America. I don't, like, that. everybody's not going to be with a pitchfork and a hood going, nigger, 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 I'm coming to burn your house down. There's, there's subtleties, too, with that, with that racism, too. It ain't yeah. just that. Mm-hmm. It's deep shit. There's people, give me somebody that, that's kind of like, side-eyeing him that he thought he was friends with. 
that when he got that cap mantle, they're like, I don't know about you being capped, though. Well, yeah, it's just doing things like when you try to, like, you know, take charge and be, like, Captain America. And then, like, they just do things that, like, counter his authority and certain things. Be Not even thinking it. about it. Not even thinking about it. And he got to call them on it. And they have to have a conversation about it. Like, that's real shit. Microaggressions. You got to know how to yeah. microaggressions. Yeah. And I, I, don't th- I don't think they know how to do that. There's not many writers that do it, that know how to do it, and there's not really many writers who are brave enough to even try. Yeah. Because they, they don't want to get called out online. And so basically, the thing is, they don't know how to write microaggressions, but they end up doing microaggressions. Yes. Especially when you see how they respond online. Oh, my God. Oh, full of passive, passive aggressiveness. Like, it's just full of that. It, because they don't know how to deal. They don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Not at they all. Totally don't know how to deal with that type of adversity. They don't. They don't know how to, to. The response to it is not even like I hear what you're saying. It's not even I hear what you're saying. It's like why are you hit, why are you attacking me? Well, and, not only not not only that, but they they also can pass like passive aggressively push their followers to attack those who criticize. Say, yeah, you do this. You take care of this. You know, y'all do that. So. Yeah, it's 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 extremely it's extremely tacky. Yeah, it's like when somebody posts, you know, tags you in a. It's like when somebody has a run on a book and they start writing it, and another writer does the character really well, and then they're off the book and they move on, and the other guys doing the book, and and people start to go, "Yo, fam, you suck. That character sucks under your your uh, writing right now," and your your answer to that is. I will tag the previous writer so that they can come in and tell you how you're wrong instead of handling it yourself like a mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's that's the that's the shit I'm talking about. That type of thing. Like I understand, like when it comes to there are people that come out come at them online that only want to fight. That you ignore. I always tell my friends that when they're in the business. When they come at you with some stuff, you can tell when it's a when it's a difference where they just want you to say something and then they can just throw a whole bunch of you're racist, you're this, you're that. You can't argue. You can't have a conversation with that. So just let that go. But just a just a real thought provoking tweet to you about something. Answer it. Don't. I mean, but I've seen some writers just respond like they had just called their mother a whore. Right. Like how you hurt me, like like they're just coming at them like you hurt me because they don't want to deal with the question. They don't want to deal with like they put everybody. They lump. I've seen Spencer do it too. They lump everybody into the whole thing of you just being anti me because I'm not black and I'm writing this character, as opposed to there are valid criticisms about you writing this character because they've read the story that you wrote and mm-hmm. they, and they're saying something about it. You could do a dialogue with that. But instead, the thing is to just lump everybody in and be like, it's all unfair. You people yeah. are just attacking me unfairly. Yeah. Well, uh, man, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't been able to, um, I haven't been able to make it past the point of, of y'all talking about shower. Man, it's getting ready to do a, a, a comic, man. Getting ready to do it. It is done. It is out. It's a digital comic. The previews out. Yeah, it's digital. Dude, man, I, yeah, I man. don't. I, I'm, yeah. You know what? At this point, man, I will say this. 
I haven't read like a lot of this stuff. The reason why I have I can't comment on it is because I don't read. I haven't read like I haven't read like main like a lot of mainstream mainstream comics in a long time. Like I pick up sporadic issues here or there, or some of my boys might be like, "Hey, you need to look at this, you know, or read this right here." You know, it's available, but I haven't been able to 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 concentrate on it or anything like that. And I really haven't read Marvel for a very, very, very long time. I haven't been able to read. I haven't read Marvel in a, in a, in a little bit steadily. I want. I'll put this way, steadily. I'll pick up the random issue here or there, just like we did what I was talking about with Civil War. You read more than me, my friend. This, what y'all were talking about right here, has made me just be like, man, I really don't want to. I, I really have no desire to pick up any more, any more comics. Like, as far as, like, mainstream until some of this stuff is kind of, like, rectified. You know what I'm saying? It, it just, it feels like... Especially Marvel comics. Like I don't. Like I really don't want to 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 pick up any any Marvel. Comics. I'm kind of glad I don't because it feels like 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 even just looking at some of the the you know the hip hop covers that were done, it always felt like it was something that was forcefully put in people's brains to make a, to get an acceptance. You know what I mean in a, in, in in the the black community or something like that. It doesn't feel like it was organic or real. To me, it didn't. So it was kind of like, just by looking at that, not even picking them up, just by looking at that, I was just kind of like, ah, I'd rather not. It was a turnoff. But after the politics that y'all talking about and stuff like that, that man, a lot of this stuff I had heard, but I didn't really know. I'm, I'm really not, I'm, I'm good, man. Like, I'm, I'm really good. Like, I, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is kind of like a, like that frustration, man. I just don't need that in my life, man. You know, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. And it ain't even a team thing. It ain't no team Marvel, team DC. Nobody fucking pays us. Right. <laughs> we get money from any company. Right. Like that's, that. see, that, that's another it's just thing. Being that, honest. That's another thing that turned me off too. Is that it's like you can either be all or not all, all yeah. or nothing. You know what I'm saying? It, with with the fandom, it's just kind of like I don't want that in my life. Like that's. That's kind of one of the reasons why I'm just not on Facebook. I'm just I'm not really on Twitter. I'll tell you, real if shit. you, yeah. If you, if you talk back, if you talk to me or you message me on Facebook or Twitter or something, I'll respond because I get that directly. Mm-hmm. But when I, you know, I'm not a I, I'm not on there because it's too many people like complaining and being upset and being angry. And lashing out if you just say, hey, I liked, for instance, I like this movie. I like Man of Steel. I like Suicide Squad. Oh, well, you didn't like, you don't know good movies or you don't know, you didn't like, no, because I like Civil War. I Listen, let me tell you something. Too. All that, you know? all that pro or pick, like, is all this, this, this picking teams and shit. And then you talk about how they love, one company loves the creators and they do all this good stuff. Let me tell you something. Out of just, Three movies, more creators got royalties than maybe what all, all 15. of the Marvel movies. 15. All fifteen of those out of three wow. movies, there's there's royal. Cause guess what, Marvel don't pay royalties. Uh-huh. Leave. 
Like, are you so eating good. though? Are you eating though? That's my question. If you took all the okay, are you eating though? That's why. That's why it's funny because when I when when they have people like their interviews they've done with like Ostrander uh, and um, Paul Dini and stuff like that, and they want to do that team shit. Like I know you fucking hated that Superman Batman shit. That Suicide Squad was garbage, and their answer is, Nah, I gotta check. I rather liked it. I enjoyed it. I get paid for that. I got I got money from that, man. My my kids could go to school. Like I, <laughs> I, I could go to the doctor. Like like there was one kids. interview. There was one interview with it. It was about to go through a tirade of you see how they fucked up uh, um, um, Harley Quinn and Paul Dean was like, no, nah, they hired me. I did that. I did that. I did the game. They hired me. They paid me. See, they said that you're the, the you're the creator. Why don't we hire? Are you to do it? Sure, sure. So you, yeah. I'm, I'm not joining the team because I get paid. Yeah, no, actually, he did join the team. Professionally. Yeah, he did. Like he a did. like a professional because he got a check. He I need a fan. Like, ooh, that should be, ooh, that should be bothering me. When I saw Homeboy, um, my man who drew the Death of Superman at the at the uh, premiere. Dan Jurgens. When I saw Dan Jurgens, I was like. Then I saw the movie because you know I saw that shit early, and I got to the movie. I was like, "Well, I was like, Will Golly, no wonder he was there." And I was probably like, "In my head, I was like, he probably got a check from that." No, ain't no problem, man. man he <laughs> got a check from you. He got a check <laughs> from that. Louis Stevenson got a check. Uh, you go down the line, like because I know okay. um, John Bond and all got a check. Yeah, they got a check, man. Australia to get a check. It, they don't yeah. just get a cameo or a mention on a street corner. Like, well, who's the guy that was in the hospital and they showed him Guardians of the Galaxy? Was, was that Mantlo? Uh, was that Ma- Bill Mantlo? It, it was somebody that had a, like like a, a high-ass uh, medical bill that instead mm-hmm. of showing them a goddamn movie with their character in it, they could have used that Mulan. He died in a hospital and they they said he was happy before Mulan. he paid. He was happy to watch the movie because he got to see his character in the movie, and I'm like, this is some bullshit. Man, see, I don't, man, I, I, I just have no desire for that. that now, in my life, man, right, I, just, it, I just don't. And my thing is, if if you're doing, like, if you're just saying you don't like the movies, that's fine. I just, you don't like the movies. That's right. one thing. But don't cover me with one takes is is good. It takes care of people. Blah blah blah. They care about the characters. They care about the people. Get that bullshit out of my face. Because if we break it down, all that snack size, uh, Zack Snyder hate that you've been given, he making more people, more creators eat than anything uh, Whedon and, and, and company have done in their movies. Not that they have to, but I'm saying, we just being honest and showing facts. Well, yeah, how about the fact is like, you, you can only really direct a, a Marvel movie for the most part if you're like a non-known director that doesn't have a high price. Even all the stars that they made originally, all the original actors were all actors no one really knew besides yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Like Chris Evans was known, but he wasn't like 
I'm getting a bunch of money for being in movies because mm-hmm. he was essentially a character actor. He was a young That's character it. actor. So That's Scarlett it. Johansson wasn't getting a lot of, she wasn't getting a lot of bread because of a patriarchy and fucking movie business. Like, we knew her, but she wasn't getting all the millions. Mm-mm. But, Mm-mm. like, let's be honest here. People can say certain movies are this, that, and the third. And you can even bring out, like, super financial facts on me. But, yeah, Will Smith is in the movie because Will Smith sells it. He's going to cost you $20 million. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The director, David Ayer, going to cost some money because, oh, yo, he done directed Brad Pitt films. He done wrote, like, Training Day and some shit. Like, he, he got a name. Like, he ain't just going to direct anything. Like, shit costs money. And in the end, you know what? All Marvel, all I see Marvel be doing is the same practice they did as a comic company in Hollywood. And they just exploiting the system. And they're getting hella profits. Which, you know what, if I was a shareholder in Disney, which, you know, that might be the smart move. You know, I'd be happy for every little thing they do. Because they make oh, sure yeah. my dividends is popping. But as a person, as a creative person, I'm like, I ain't fucking with them cats like that, man. I like, yo, man, it's just a hustle. And it's crazy that people were just following this team shit. Like, supposedly these movies are better. Like, I ain't going to sit here and tell you that, like, I like Man of Steel because everybody know I hate that movie with all my heart. But I also ain't going to go around and say, like, like I think Batman vs. Superman is the worst movie ever. Like, nah, it's hella average. It's just as good as half of those Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen yes. half. I've seen a good portion of them. That, Ant-Man ain't better than that movie. No. God, this galaxy ain't better than that movie. I don't care what nobody saying that fucking Care Bear stare. I don't give. I don't give a damn. No, no, no. We we talked about this, Julian. When when the Guardians of the Galaxy do the Care Bear stare, remember a majority of those fans that like love that were the same people that about fifteen, six, no, actually yeah, about sixteen, seventeen years ago. Like made jokes about the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie when the Rangers saved Zordon doing the same thing. Mm. Gotta bring your powers together. Yes. Believe. Yes. You know, have me, mm. have me feeling some type of way. And go back to what we talked about with Dark Side. Low key, I don't like Zack Snyder, but they're doing that shit the right way. We don't see Dark Side in these movies. We getting like a random ass mother box, and like what, like Steppenwolf, right? That means mm-hmm. we yeah. see Dark Side for like, like five, six movies from now. Maybe. All he he sent a text message, really. It was just a text message. <laughs> he gave everybody a dream. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah, said Batman <laughs> He said Batman, let's do the dream. Like, yo. Yeah. When I run through your spot, <laughs> you better get ready. And Lex Luthor was like, I'm about to side with the bad guy. I'm going to go make this monster. And Batman was like, I got to make a team. Shit. You ain't worth a call. You ain't. You don't get no call from Dark Side. He ain't picking up the phone for you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nah, man. He left yeah, you a man, message. I'm just, I'm just, man, like, my, my, I think my last, my, my outro to this whole, um, um, not even picking sides and stuff like that, but just trying to, my my whole outro to even even caring about this is is getting into a uh, altercation online with the guy that's gonna 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 remain nameless, you know. Um, and um, they people started people started talking about I forgot exactly what the, the subject was, but people started talking about um, uh, this that and the other and, and about like how things suck and and all that kind of stuff. And and I said in a comment, I was like, I'm glad. 
when all of this comic book stuff, these comic book movies and things like that, go away. Because um, we've become, as, as fanboys, everybody's become really, really super spoiled. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I, I almost got, got cussed out, and it came to the point to where I was like, hey, man, I just told the dude, I was like, you know, I'm at a lot of cons. You just come up and talk to me because I don't do this this back and forth online stuff. I, I handle stuff like men, like a man. You know what I mean? And after that, I was like, man, it's not worth it, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to have any part of any any uh, organization, you know, political or social or entertainment-wise that drugs up so much negativity and so much diversity that, I mean, not diversity, but divisiveness that you can't even have your own opinion anymore. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that, man. I'm good with doing my own comic books over here and then supporting some of my indie folks, you know what I mean, that I can vibe with. I don't have time for that, you know. I, don't, I just don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, I agree with you, man. I think people are spoiled. Like, this genre is too... It's... It's brought out a lot of bad things. It basically... People want to talk so bad about the 90s. And I have different viewpoints on that because a lot of people quit. And they were talking about they love the medium so much, but they quit. But a lot of these things are the reason why the 90s was as bad as they were. This team play shit. This whole spending too much and putting these things out and a lot of flash and no substance mm-hmm. and then you know I can, you can go into the how it is with the actual print business and I'm like you know what I'm saying with companies is like over shipping and not telling the retailers they gonna get an extra 10% and they gotta yeah. like find a way to deal with it and then like you know what I'm saying to juke those stats to make those those numbers look different and you got you got comic book stores going online like GoFundMe pages to try to save their store, like I remember when the when I was a teenager, but I remember when the crash was happening. I remember reading Wizard yeah. seeing how like basically the bottom fell out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, yo, we like real talk. I feel that we get to a place that like this can repeat. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. De- definitely, definitely. Uh, like it's bad. Like uh, to the point where there was a comic shop that posted a tweet, and it had an owner. With like a stack of comics with a sign that said, uh, basically, it's like, yo, digital ain't to blame for like com- for, for some comic book shops struggling. He was like, this like this one thousand four hundred sixty something dollars represents customers who have pull lists who ain't picked up their comics in three months. Right, exactly, exactly. So he's like, you know, so digital ain't to blame for all this. It's for customers that have pull lists that don't that don't come and get their books. You know, and like, and the thing is, it's like, it's, and that's the whole thing with this whole business as a whole, as far as like, it's, it's so multi-layered, because people just want one answer, like, you know, this one, this is the one problem, if we get rid of this one problem, it solves all the problems, I'm like, no, 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 this is, this is multi-level, this is multi-level, like, you know, like, we, we literally are going to have to play, like, you know, double dragon, and like, literally go through like seven levels, seven, eight levels, and fight big bosses on every single level, because... <laughs> It's that bad on, on like you know so many things. It's not just it's cyclical. I mean, well, it's it's one it's one big cycle. And it's just like you know you just can't say okay it's, it's it's distribution. That's a piece of it. You just can't say it's the publishers. Well, that's a piece of it too. And shops, that's a piece of it. Like there's so many things. Yeah, there's so there's so many things. So you just can't point to one thing and say okay this one thing's going to save everything. No, it's not. 
no, it's not. And this one thing can't be blamed for everything. Mm-hmm. It can take a, it can take a majority of the blame. Yeah. But you know, but like, um, but yeah, it's it, there's there's so many factors in this, and so yeah, like Julian is right. Like we may see like a really bad breaking point. You know, uh, I will say this: they are worried. And, yes. and they could try to they try to lie about it that they're not worried, but they are. You know, you know, like <laughs> it's it's that whole they playing that you play that game where you're talking about your book sold so and so amount of money. It's like it's the, it was the top ten book, and yeah, because okay. you put that shit in loot crate. Yeah, yeah, that is not true. That's an automatic yeah. give. Now, how many people out of loot crate is actually gonna subscribe to that book or, right. or go? to the store and support that book. Yeah, like nine, nine times out of ten, Loot Crate Cats is like, this is, the bo- this is the box I got this month? Bet. Then, uh, they might even check out that book. They might just give that book to somebody. It ain't like helping it one store. It ain't right. helping one retailer. It ain't helping one digital sale. You know, like, like here's, a perfect, here's a perfect example. I got friends that got Loot Crate. And like, sometimes the Loot Crate's got Valiant books. And like, th- like my friends will have like a box. It's a box of the stuff from Loot Crate that they didn't want. Yep. And like there's like yo, you want these Valiant books, and like and that's not a shot, and that's not a shot at Valiant because I like Valiant's books. I think they do a pretty good job with them books. I do like them, so I'm like yeah, bet I'll take these. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, but the thing is, just like yo, like it's it's rare if like yeah, if that works and like it connects to a point where either they go get a book series digitally, or if they go to a shop and say you order this for me, or they go to like an online comic shop like DCB Service or MidtownComics.com and be like yo, give me a subscription to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know like the the chances of that are like real real slim. So like you get the equivalent of like you know '90s hip hop with like like Loot Crate is like the hip hop equivalent of copy shipped versus copy sold. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's you this copy platinum. ship versus yeah. <laughs> you ship platinum. You ain't sold platinum, plan. You ain't get the platinum. <laughs> but you ain't even selling gold. Yeah, and you know like, it when you get the next issue. Exactly, and then because like it, it takes me back to the time when um, Puffy's second album came out, Puff Daddy's Forever, and like and I now remember specifically all the ads in all the hip hop magazines. It was like. Um, he would say like you know double or triple platinum off the gate, and I'm like, wait a minute, this album ain't sold like two, three million copies out the gate yet. I'm like, it's only been like a month. It's like there's no way. And then that's that whole controversy started coming up because the controversy of copies sold versus copies shipped. Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's seriously like, that's what Loot Crate is. And then that's also in a way like with some of these publishers, they're like you know pushing additional copies that like these stores don't even know they're getting to you know in order to boost numbers and I'm just like yo how does this benefit anybody no I'm gonna say it it's Marvel doing that because it's been reported like it's not like we're making up some lies and shit that's that's reported already it's been reported by numerous retailers that they've been putting extra copies of books that they did not order in in their shipments Mm -hmm. in the box that's real I just and, uh, and made up Diamond's complicit in this. Complicit with it. Yeah. I'm. I'm just man. That's that's just a. a I don't know, man. It's like it makes it makes my stomach hurt. Like <laughs> like I remember. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say I used to be. I used to be this this dude who was very very. Uh, and to a certain degree, I still am. But I used to be very, very. Um, what do you say? Like kind of. Um, 
optimistic, man. I used to be this optimistic dude. I used to get up and be like, man, today I'm going to do this. I'm going to conquer some comics. Man, one day I'm going to get out here and I'm going to do, um, you know, X, Y, and Z with my comic book. And it's going to be awesome. And folks are going to like it. And they're going to read it. And they're going to get it. And then I wake up one day and I'm not that dude anymore. You know what I mean? And it kind of makes you sad. Like, it makes you sad and it makes you kind of kind of sick, man. You get that sick feeling in your pit. Like, you just kind of like, dude, like, either you wasted your time or a dream has just gone and just left, right? And to me, with the way that things are and the, the, the way that my eyes have been opened up to a lot of stuff, dude, I've been I've been just getting this, it, this sick pit of feeling when it comes to working in the industry or you know enjoying the industry like I can't really just sit down and enjoy the industry anymore or the book anymore because it all ties back to the way everything is run and if you know how things are run then you are pretty much in a bad position to ever ever enjoy it again it's like you can't close your eyes or turn yourself off to that anymore. It's almost going back to what I said about Dark Side and the ant and the the the, the, the um roach theory. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you once you've understood and you've seen so much, then going back back to to being that roach, you know what I'm saying, is impossible. You know? And I'm not saying having dreams is a roach. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that once you go, you can never go back to just simple enjoyment of a thing or that dream of wanting to be a part of that thing when you really sit back and you see all the things that you have to go through or skip over or be a part of or be complicit with in order to even be successful in that thing. You, know, you see what I'm saying? I feel you. It's like once you gain off the gray. And you fight the Balrog falling down that big ass hole. And you yeah. and you low key, you die, but you come back as Grand Off the White. Grand Off the White ain't the same yeah. as Grand Off the Gray. He ain't as cool. No. He ain't smoking weed. He ride Halifax and he freaking smacking people with the staff and he bringing the sword <laughs> out. And then when it's over, it's like, yo, me and Frodo about to get on this boat. We done. We out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like how, that's kind of how I am, man. That's perfect. It's a perfect analogy, man. It's like it's like, dude, I wanna I wanna take I wanna take Anakin and Janet, who are like Frodo Baggins and um and um his, and Bilbo. His, yeah, <laughs> just and, and while the just, song they don't love like, us is playing in the background. And just, yeah, and just say, man, we going to the west. I don't know where the west is. We just gonna get on a boat. And just sail on off, man. You know, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, just be, just be gone. You know, it's just, you know, the, the whatever the equivalent of the comic book West is, that's where I want to, I want to go. Like, I, I just don't have comic book West. Yeah, that. Comic book West. Made your boss go what? <laughs> See it all the down. Like, 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 like I'm, like I'm, 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 man, dude, I just, I don't that's know, man. It's just, it just, it just affects, it just affects everything, man. My creativity with this, with this thing, my, 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 my love for it. Like I love the medium. Like I was telling, I can't remember, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, 
it might have been uh, it might have been Julian. Was when I, I put like, that yeah, post that up, when I put that post up, like yo, I don't, I don't think I'm rocking with this no more. Yeah, I yeah. Medium, but yo, comics. Did I, I mean, say, you get all those little tweet, the little posts is like. But like, yeah, I was out when they did this in the comic book. Like, fam, I am not yeah. talking about reading. We're not comics. talking about. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But but right. hey hey. But there you go. You see, you see what I'm saying? Once you've seen so much, you can't go back. And the only thing that they can relate to, remember we talked about this, the only thing that they can relate to people that's posting that post is the enjoyment factor of the comic. They can only relate to just picking it up and reading it and saying, you know, and, and relating to the story that's presented to them, what they've been getting, what they've been getting and what they've been, been presented with. Like, with us, it's like we're outside of that. We're not talking about, like, the story anymore. We're talking about things that are much, much bigger and multifaceted. And there's no way to actually for for me creatively to be able to fix that or even find a way in for people to to to, to find the things that I'm doing. So it's kind of like, man, I, I would rather, like I said, if there was a way, I, I think I said this to you, Julian, if there was a way for me to just be able to be like, man, I just want to just if I could just not be a part of the industry, but just do this artwork and just put this artwork out and then have people just find me without me being a part of everything else, then I would be good with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll be good with that. Like, I would just be able to do graphic design and then just do my my comic book. You want to live that Alex Ross life. Yeah, man. Because that's what? basically what he is. He's a recluse. He's like, exactly. I don't fuck with none of y'all. I don't go to no cons no more. Exactly. exactly. I don't do no interviews. Because I don't. It's Ross life. Exactly. I just sell my shit. I have and somebody do it for me. I got my mafia selling my shit for me. And, and I get my it. money. And you never yep. see me. I never deal with no fans. Nothing. I don't do yep. online. Yep. I'm not online. I don't do none of that shit. Right, and it's not like it's not like me saying that I don't want I'm antisocial and I don't want to talk to people and stuff like that. It's just that I don't want to deal with all the crap that you got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like like I'm I'm in I'm in the era where I want to I want to be able to have my work speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? Like I I will talk to you about my work. I love talking to people about my work. I love talking to people about artwork. Period. But if it's anything that does not have to do with my work, with the work, you know, and it has to do with personal things, and that's the reason why you don't want to hire me or you don't want me to work on your book, I really don't want to deal with that. Like, seriously. And if I get in there and I find out that I'm working on your book and, and you really don't like, you, you have some kind of personal beef, which, you know, some people try to get over and they'll hire you to work on their book to... to even though they have some type of personal beef against you, but then they find out they can't really get over the personal beef, so they they start acting some type of way. If I find out about that, then I just don't. I'm not gonna fight to be on that book. I don't want to even fight to be in that company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just wanna. I just wanna just do my work because my work is good. I don't want to have to 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 uh, participate in all of the. Reindeer games and all of the the backstabbing and 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 fakeness and stuff. Like, I don't want to do that. I just want to do my work, go home and play video games with Anakin. 
<laughs> so I want, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to just do my artwork and then have people that that really want to appreciate it appreciate it. And that's it, man. You know, just man, it's just it's it's just disheartening. It's very disheartening, man. Those who sleepwalkers last stand like Custer, the rhyme buster, run shit under pressure. While they in Italy, we unsolving mystery guards. It ain't hardly scars pulling your card out the deck, slashing jugglers and neck connect like dots. All them players got back for trying to rock back. Pimp hats, Cadillacs, we bringing forth one step from the north. Lights off, now it's time to turn them back. On attack with R and F blood tracks. Son, you lack while you trying to run back. You sneaking up, turning blights, got black. Overreact, I stick that ass like tack. Ha, when this yours, I was about to spark this nigga, so get yours. I'ma get mine regardless. Yeah. Figures for the Tom Hill. Trip to Cancun, bottles of dawn. Flipping grands in the sands, hit tunes. Complete with the whole fleet in embassy suites on beach. Front property with a half a whole each and B. No stopping me till I got the keys to a drop top three. Rocking with enlist commodities. Up in this, I play the game to stay paid. Maintain, watch niggas fade in and out like Jade and invade with the old. This could pose a problem. Shit is on lock. Top to bottom, we got from the bottom to the top, top to the bottom. Flow, rock em while you still got em. From the bottom to the top, top to the bottom. L, yo, rock em while I still got em. From the top to the bottom, bottom to the top. No big chores that don't stop. No holes barred, I'm seizing a scar like face. Disgrace, replaced for faking in the first place. Took out all y'all wanna see. Well, you know. Yo, I wish I had some cheery shit to bring you back up, but I don't. <laughs> Hey man, what's what, what's our new Martinez was going to hit down that road? He was like, man, you know, I used to be a real happy dude when it came to this stuff, and I was just like, and I, and, and I just hit, I put my microphone on mute, and I was just like, I'm going to let him, I'm just going to let him speak because he got to get this off his chest. Trust me, we all feel the same way too about a lot of things because like some of us on, on this on this show right now have been done wrong uh, by folks. Uh. Uh, so uh, you know, and, and it's like and here's the here's the whole thing, like you know, and and I talk about this on Julian on episode fifty, like you know, we just we have to continue to make our own roads because otherwise, because <laughs> a lot of them highways cut off, dog. So you know, so we go and we make our own roads. But I'll say this, and I'll say this, and I'll continue to say this. Every year you sleep on me, even though y'all know me, even though y'all talked about me, it shows. It shows I'm not I'm like yeah, I know that dude, I know him. Every year, you don't pay attention to me. You don't notice me. I'm keep making stuff. I'm keep having fun doing it too. But remember, every year my price goes up. Remember that. Every year my price goes up. So every year you sleep on me, my price goes up. You want me on your book? Price goes up. You know, because like my my whole thing is like, yo, man, I'm in a, I'm in a situation where yes, I have I have a nine to five. I like my nine to five. Um, I can create I can create and still make books and get them out. You know, sometimes, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, with the exception of, like, pitching, which I am, you know, going to send some submissions to a couple of companies this year and see what happens. Because, like, man, I'm in the state of life where, man, I just can't be throwing thousands of dollars to make books, man. I, man, I, I got to, yeah. Yeah. you know, I got, I got, I got, you know, I got bills to pay. I got, you know, I got bills to pay and things to take care of, people to take care of, you know. So, you know, but, yes, I can do Kickstarter and stuff like that. And I plan on using it a couple more times this year because, like, really, that's my my publishing hub, you know what I mean? And like people yeah, are like, well, and, you know, and you let me add a side note as just a, a, a buyer of comics or the reader, you fulfill your Kickstarter. Thank you very much. I appreciate that because yeah, man, because I know it's like, look, man, you know, you know how it go. It only take one black person to fuck it up for the rest of the black people. Yeah. You got professionals that are in 
in mainstream yeah. books that don't even fulfill their Kickstarters all the way. You know, so like I know, like I got I got to fulfill these joints. Like I'm working on Force right now. You know, Jay working on the book right now. I'm working on handling the rest of the rewards right now. So when it, when it comes time in February, like oh, books are here. All right, we got to start shipping and stuff and getting it done. But like, so I have this I have this venue with Kickstarter. And people are like, well, you know, you got books coming out with Action Lab. I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's distribution. That's distribution because see, sometimes people get it twisted. I'm like, and like I can't talk about like all the contract stuff and things like that but I'm like yo just because you see a book out by somebody by a publisher don't mean that everything's hunky dory and everything's paid for you know what I mean you know what I mean and like and like it doesn't matter who the publisher is because there's a lot of publishers out there that's just publishing books they ain't paying for books remember that you know and I'm like and just because you got a book in the stands or on the shelves don't mean that like yo you made it nah man the journey just begun so so like if yeah, so for me Kickstarter is a, is a viable thing and it's fantastic but yo I can't do that five times a year. Once again it's that, it's that it's that thing it's that balance of life. You know what I mean? I'm older now. You know and like not only that but like my goals have changed. You know maybe ten years ago like man it would been you know ten years ago ten eleven years ago like man you know if I could write this book at like company X or if I could write this book at company Y like that's the goal. No I ain't the goal. That ain't the goal. Like. I need to, like, you know, we need to make something for us that lasts forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to work mm -hmm. on a licensed property because, like I've, told, like I've said, also, there are a couple of licensed properties I would, love to, I would love to write, but I know that's not my legacy, and right. I don't want that to be the only thing that, like, I ever hold my hat on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that to be the only thing that I write my hat on because I know a lot of people are going to take offense when I say this, but, like, I don't want to be the dude that's just known for writing Spider-Man. And like and like and that and that's no shade to Dan Slot. I'm just telling you, like you got to have more than that in life. Like because once you're off that book, what do you have? You know, it's not like Peter Laird. Peter Laird and Eastman helped build the turtles, and Laird got all his money, and Eastman had his money too. And like and then when Nickelodeon came into Peter Laird and was just like, yo, you you, you don't want this no more. Here's the money. And then, like, this one dude had the nerve to come to Peter Laird on Twitter. He's like, well, now you have nothing. No, he, huh? No, he got a million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I take he, my nothing and <laughs> throw so, money up in the air in Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Shoot. so we have to continue to, like, build something. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with, like, writing for a licensed property. If the opportunity ever came my way, I may give it a go. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that that doesn't define who I am. And that doesn't define who Martheus is, and that doesn't define who Julian is. Now, granted, we could all do a bomb ass Power Rangers comic, but that's another podcast for another time. So, yeah, yeah, um, man, so, so, like, the crossover was pretty good, though. I read the first issue. My bad, I, I didn't even like interrupt. I read it. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Batman oh, fighting like Zach, that. and, you know, Zach. I can't deal, I can't deal with the crossover, man. I'm a little, little bit better writing on it than I could deal with it, but a little, little bit better. Just a little bit better. I can't. I, it's better I'm, than the regular comic to me, but, like, like I don't read the regular ones. I don't know what that's like. Like I, I read, I read, I read that Justice League Power Rangers yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like also that Power Rangers Pink is actually pretty good too. But then again, the Power Rangers Pink stuff has stuff that like I hadn't, I hadn't pitches like just like in, in like binders and books for like years. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was ahead of the game. I was like, I feel good about this. So, but like Pink, yeah, the Pink miniseries is good. But the JLA Power Rangers book ain't bad, man. I, I, I dig like. I, I, yeah. I did, but, like, the, the color the color palettes I was a little bit concerned with. You know, like, as far as, like, the mood and saying, the mood and tone, I was a little bit concerned with that. But besides that, I, I do dig it. But, like I said, like, 
what do you want? What do you want it to be that defines you? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? What do you want it to be that that defines you? You know, as a creative. And I think that's a question a lot of us has to have to ask for ourselves. And like I said, ain't nothing wrong in seeing so many people take this shit the wrong way because they don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to take criticism and they don't know how to fucking listen. When I say these things, it doesn't mean that you writing, you know, you know, licensed I like licensed IPX doesn't mean anything. Like that's not my fucking point. My point is is that yeah, it's cool that you do this and that you get these checks and these checks clear and I'm happy for you. But what else do you have after that? Yeah. Who you know? Who are you? What defines you? You know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. That's all and I'm. If, that's if, all, that's if, all I'm for, for me, it's like if if you if it defines you that that's what you want to do because some people, you know, that that's what they want to do. And if for a long time, I thought that that's what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I thought that you know I want to be able to work for you know Marvel or DC. I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? But then I started thinking about this this whole pop political system and how it needs to how of comics and how it how it works and stuff like that, and um, I figured out that that wasn't. But there are some people that I don't care how how what how it how bad it gets or how many changes they have to go through. That's what they want to do, and that's perfectly fine as well. You know what I mean? That's perfectly fine as well. You know, um, in some ways, maybe create creatively, that's an easier road to go down because you don't have to you don't have to promote your own stuff. You don't have to worry about you know a lot of the things, the trappings that go with doing an independent comic. But man, at the same time, man, I just you know I don't know. I just I just it's it it's it this this whole industry, man. I. I yeah, I want to be the I want to be the Alex Ross. I just want to be the Alex Ross. I want to be the dude who who does his work and he has his friends and he does a good job and he uh, he's recognized and but at the same time he just chills and doesn't have to worry about industry parties, um, comic book industry parties or or having to um, cater to people. Like, like I still can't get over like in in this day and age. I had somebody tell me that the reason why I'm not working at Publisher X, which is uh, oh, I'm just gonna go say the reason why I'm not working at at IDW, right? Uh, when I was doing work doing work at IDW, the reason why I wasn't at work IDW is because the um, Chris Ryall just didn't like. Me. And I was just like, but I ain't never met him. Like I've never, I've never met him. I've never talked to him on the phone. I've never, um, I, I, I've sent him a, 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 uh, you know, everybody at IDW that I worked with at one time got a, got Christmas cards. That's about as much as of interaction that I've had with him on things. You know what I'm saying? Because I've always talked to an editor, but. It was a pretty reliable source that said that that dude just didn't like me because he worked at he works at IDW now, and I was or he not now but he worked at IDW then, and it came my name came up on several occasions to work on a lot of different projects that I that I was supposed to be attached to, you know TM TMNT and all that kind of stuff and that kind of opened my eyes it was like 
I don't want to have to play that game, man. You know, it's like if I do the work and I've been proven to do the work, then I just want to be able to just say, hey, you know, he can do the work. It doesn't come down to like whether I personally like him or not, whether I personally went out drinking with this cat or not, or, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, it just, yeah. I, I don't, I, I can't, yeah. I can't well, business deal with that. Well, business is petty and, and, and comics is business. <laughs> that's, yeah, I just, that's, that's yeah, how it is. That is yeah. how it is. Hmm. I just can't. I can't deal with that right there, man. I just, yeah. ah, ugh, it just gets me. It gets you. A, it gives me a sick feeling in my stomach, man. Like I just watched that. Like like I just watched that Power Rangers, um, Power Slash Rangers, uh, fan film, make me feel sick, <laughs> sick to the stomach. When when they kill when they kill when when Zach was snorting all the drugs and they killed uh, my boy Jason, I felt sick, man. I felt like I felt sick, like I want to throw up. Oh my bad. <laughs> My bad, I funded that. My bad. No, you did not fund it. Hey, you a straight buster, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, more coke, more coke on the table when he when he. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's so stupid. Oh, my bad. All right, so, yo, man, I need to bounce. All right, uh, I need I need to bounce, y'all. But um, no, man, thanks for thanks for having me on, man. I got I, I got other things I got to handle. And um, I gotta also cook some dinner. I gotta go be domestic for a while. So oh, you cooking no dinner? Yeah. Hey, I'm no cook. First off, first off, Marthias, don't be getting angry at me. You take that anger out on them dudes that did you wrong. Let me take it out on this. <laughs> he mad at everybody. Right? Whatever. Sean ain't finna go cook no dinner, man. He ready to knock over the table? <laughs> yo, yo. I'm about to pull up. Yeah, man, I'm about to, let me cook. Won't you just let me cook? Let me cook, Martinez. Let me cook. Like, it's, it's bad enough. You bad, bad enough. You know. See, for those that don't know, uh, this March, uh, or April. Sorry, this April, Martinez and I will be tabling together at C2E2 in Chicago. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. Hey, oh, hey, you gonna, you gonna be there? You gonna be there, uh, um, Julian? You going? You're not going, are you? No, I'm not. I'm thinking about. I ain't going nowhere. Even though when y'all there, y'all better get yourself some Harold's chicken, though. But for real though, I'm kind of nervous though, man. I'm kind of nervous about that. Because, man, because y'all ain't, have y'all ever like shared room with Sean and stuff, man? Yeah. See, man, quit telling them lies. See, this is that bullshit. This is that bullshit. What are you talking about? Nah, man, y'all never shared a room with that man. Quit telling lies, bro. This man quit telling lies, bro. Quit telling lies, He party way too much. He party like way too much. Like, like I'm trying to go to sleep. Telling lies. I'm like, hey man, I'm outside right now. He just so angry. Hey man, I'm a married man. Daddy gonna be like, better stop. I'm a married man, man. What you doing? And he'd be one like, day, no, you, you know what? One day, come over here and talk to this girl. I'd be like, what? Stop. Why you telling lies? Why you telling lies on my name right now? Why you telling lies on my name? You were telling lies on my name on this podcast. I don't appreciate that. I don't. Hey, you better put some respect on something. I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say this. Who got who got a who got a yellow card at the hotel? I didn't get a yellow card at the hotel for Anime Blues Con. No, I got one. You got you sit there. Just answer question. Who got no? 
No, I got one because I'm sitting there trying yep. to check into the hotel room, and you sitting there telling the lady at the counter, Sean a troublemaker. He causes a lot of trouble. He do this. She do that. I ain't even got my room yet. I ain't get my room yet. And you sitting there talking stuff, and then got me in trouble. I ain't do nothing. Too much man, man, man got, this man got a yellow card. This man got a yellow card, man. How you going to get a yellow card? You weren't even playing soccer. Yo. This is a man. This is a man, ladies and gentlemen. This is a man one time. Sent me a Christmas present and to package it, he took a dirty ass sock, wrapped it up in saran wrap, oh. put it in the box to cushion the gift. Damn. So how dare you sit hey here man, and I didn't do that. Martheus' right. mouse. Martheus' mouse. His mouth. Easy. To eat? <laughs> easy. mouth. If you thought you can't do leaving, why'd you leave <laughs> me in the car then? Easy <laughs> <laughs> me having to clean shit up, fix it, you know, get people, get people not to be mad. I was just walk on on off and just go somewhere. You're like what? What? What's the problem? Oh um, man, Sean be doing dirty, man. Sean be doing, man. He be doing, he he be doing dirty, man. He 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 even man. He even had Anakin have to go off and be like, hey man, leave my daddy alone, man. No. No. Yeah, man. Did it happen? No. Did it happen? No, it didn't. Listen, listen. This is what was happening. This is like Lexington Comic and Toy Con a couple years ago. And, like, Morpheus had his section. He had his section sell, like, you know, some of his prints and, like, in his books and stuff. And I had a, t- I had a couple of tables where I was just selling some collectibles, but I was selling a lot of Morpheus's original work. So, Morpheus would come over and just mess around and stuff. And, like, so we just trading jokes back and forth all weekend. And Morpheus said, something to me, and I forgot what he said because he was trying to have them jokes, and Janet was there and Anakin was there, so he said some jokes, and I said some jokes back and then like Anakin, because you know Anakin is ride or die, like like Anakin is the most ride or die child I've ever seen in my entire life, he was like, (laughs) you better not be be talking about my daddy, come over here making all that noise, don't make me come over there and I was just like, and like, and he's yelling this, and like all these other tables like see this, and like all these other tables like all these tables just started laughing, and like I'm laughing too because it's too funny. But I'm like, this is what Martinez does to people. This is what he. This is what he does. So, so, so no. But look, go ahead and pretend to eat, man. No, I'm gonna go cook. I'm gonna go see, and this is what I got to deal with when I go to Chi Town. This is what I'm gonna have to deal with. You really want to go to Chi Town with that dude, man? Mouse and easy in Chicago, baby. Man, whatever. Easy, don't go to sleep around here. You wake up, <laughs> you don't know what happened, man. So yeah, but yo, but before I go, I want y'all to have a fantastic night. Um, thank you for letting me be on the call. And the Inhumans are the Jermaine Jackson of the uh, comics family. I was needing this though, long as your map is fast if you're reading it slow, yeah. My life ain't rosy, but I roll with it. My mom was fine till the dough hit it and told me that the mo did it. And now it's cool, she shit is so acidic. I blow a digit on a diamond and Sancho pay visits and won't miss it. So don't twist it, young as Justice Knights, the more risk than 96 tricks. Yes, washes go to wifey, you know how that go. 
Jacksons go back then we copper some more The Benjamins go in the stash box under the floor My president's to represent me now you know Three, 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 three. G-P-3 